Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Monday, July 10. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in the New York Tri-State area. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Ben Oppenheimer. And I'm Jaya Joyce. And here's What's What around the city. New Yorkers can expect another wave of heavy rain as New York City, Long Island, Westchester, and even parts of Connecticut are issuing flood watches into the afternoon. One to two inches of rainfall is expected, but that's less severe than the weather experienced over the weekend. Thunderstorms are also a possibility. The Walt Disney Company is teaming up with Feeding America to provide 450,000 meals to New York City and food banks in other major cities. The donations come in celebration of Season 2 of The Bear, and cast members are making visits to the food banks to show their support. Actress and Bronx native Liza Colon Zayas will make an appearance at the food bank for New York City. The donations come at a crucial time when children don't have access to free school lunches. For ways to help, you can visit foodbanknyc.org. Migrants arriving in New York City will now have to trek on foot through Manhattan from the Port Authority bus terminal. The free bus service for new arrivals to the temporary shelter and checkpoint at the Roosevelt Hotel has been redirected. Buses will now take asylum seekers from the hotel to their final placements instead. However, this means migrants will have to navigate the nearly one-mile walk in the streets of a new place. The MTA says buses will still be provided if the city requests them for emergency situations. If you've ever wondered what it's like to ride on top of a subway car, a new video exhibition might talk you out of it. The exhibit shows video captured by Cassi Loriano, a 17-year-old who died last year while subway surfing on the 7 train. The video is part of an art show currently on display at Oculus Transit Center in Lower Manhattan. The video was produced by a close friend of Loriano who says his late friend never really processed the danger of riding on top of subway cars. Loriano's friend also says the exhibit is intended to be a tribute to the teen's life, but he also hopes it scares people straight and deters them from subway surfing. The exhibit is in direct opposition to Mayor Eric Adams, who has frequently called on social media companies to more heavily police and remove subway surfing videos. The FDA is investigating a new energy drink that's become popular among teenagers. Experts claim that prime energy drinks contain dangerous levels of caffeine. A bottle of prime contains as much caffeine as six cans of Coke or two Red Bulls. New York Senator Schumer has joined in the cause to investigate the beverage brand, calling it a serious health concern for the kids it targets. Prime was founded by YouTube influencers Logan Paul and KSI. Pediatricians and other health experts have spoken about the potential negative health impacts on children, such as heart problems, digestive issues, and anxiety. But prime representatives are defending their product, saying that it is clearly not recommended for children under 18. And on this day in 1965, the Rolling Stones started a four-week run at the top spot on the U.S. charts with their song, I Can't Get No Satisfaction. This was the group's first number one single in the U.S., but it was also the subject of some controversy overseas. When the song first dropped in the UK, it was only played on pirate radio stations because its lyrics were considered too sexually suggestive. Every month, the What's What podcast brings you the FUV Sports Spotlight. 
In this month's installment, WFUV's Ryan Gregware and Julia Moss talk with former Fordham quarterback Tim DeMora, who signed with the Washington Commanders in May. DeMora talks about his journey to the NFL and some of his new goals for the upcoming season. You know, we've talked, you've been in the studio a few times, but just these last few months since you left the campus at Rose Hill, kind of walk us through what you were doing leading up to the draft. Yeah, so I graduated uh, Fordham in December, and then kind of after that, training in Fort Myers, kind of like pre-draft workouts and, you know, footwork, uh, pro day drills, all that sort of thing. Two all-star games, Hula Bowl and Shrine Bowl. So I got to, you know, show my talents in front of some NFL scouts doing that. And then kind of met with some teams and just kind of had to wait and sit around for the draft and that whole weekend, which, you know, is obviously, you know, a long weekend, but happy with the way it worked out for sure. Huge uh, experience to to get that call from the commanders, I'm sure. You know, what were your first reactions when when you realized that the commanders wanted you? Yeah, it was, I was relieved, obviously, to get signed because, you know, it's a dream come true. Obviously, you wanted to get drafted and that didn't happen. But, you know, coming from a s- small school, I'm just grateful to get signed and have that opportunity, you know, work my hardest and do everything I can do to make a roster. But it was obviously a dream come true and exciting to know that, you know, you signed with an NFL team because it's, you know, something that I dreamt of doing my whole life. For sure. And going into Washington, you know, they have a very passionate fan base. What is one thing that this fan base should know about you as you head to the commanders? Being in Washington, D.C., it's kind of surreal to know that I'm going out there, you know, a kid from Florida. They're just getting somebody who's going to work as hard as and bust his butt to, you know, be the best football player I can be. Be prepared for whenever my name's called and help help this football team, you know, win football games. Now, you're somebody who's continued to defy the odds. I believe coming out of high school, Fordham was your only offer. Then you go undrafted. So what is it about that chip on your shoulder that you think potentially could drive you to continue to prove people wrong throughout the process? Yeah, I mean, I think it definitely gives you a little bit of an edge. You know, I'm not a guy where I play with a huge chip on my shoulder and trying to prove doubters. You know, I'm always self-motivated and trying to prove myself right and the people that believe in me right because I've been blessed to have a great opportunity to play at Fordham and still, you know, sign with an NFL team. But I think, you know, it's definitely a little bit extra that drives you because I did only have one offer out of high school and then going on drafted. I feel like it kind of just, you know, never get complacent as you. I can always have room to improve, obviously. How unique is this for, you know, QBs in the future who are looking at Fordham for you to be able to say, like, you can come to Fordham and then you can also make the NFL. I want to hear your your take on that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it goes to show. I think, you know, there's three guys in the NFL from Fordham right now. So absolutely. If you it doesn't matter where you play, but especially Fordham, it's Division One football. You can get a great education, obviously, being in New York City, which is awesome. And if you want to pursue the NFL you know, you have every possibility to do that. So I think, you know, Fordham's a program that's on the rise. I enjoyed myself there. I had tremendous four and a half years, you know, didn't ever enter the transfer portals. It's definitely a testament to that program at Fordham. If you put your mind to it, you can achieve great success and, you know, have goals that go into the NFL, no doubt. That was WFUV's Ryan Gregware and Julia Moss speaking with Tim DeMorat, former Fordham quarterback and future Washington commander. And that's our show for today. But you can check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Ben Oppenheimer. And I'm Jaya Joyce. And that's What's What.